Hi, my name is Barb Nangle. I'm the founder of Higher Power Coaching and Consulting. I want to welcome you to my podcast, Fragmented to Whole, Life Lessons from 12-Step Recovery. This is episode 39, Wholeness, Integration, and Integrity. Somehow, when I first got into recovery, I got onto this notion of integrity. And even though I pretty much knew what it meant, I decided I needed to look up the definition in the dictionary. And I was struck by the fact that there are two different definitions. The first is the quality of being honest and having strong moral principles, moral uprightness. For example, she is a woman of integrity. The second is the state of being whole or undivided. For example, upholding territorial integrity and national sovereignty. One has to do with personal integrity as a human being, like doing what you say you're going to do. And the other has to being whole of a piece. For example, a bridge needs to be whole to have integrity because if it has cracks, it's likely to collapse. I wrote out those two definitions on a piece of paper and taped it to the mirror in my bathroom. And I had it there for like a year because I wanted to look at it all the time and really absorb it. And I kept thinking, you know, there's a connection here, which I figured out over time. And I'll go into that now. The reason I'm doing this podcast at this time is I had a conversation a couple days ago with a sponsee where we made the connection between the word integration and the word integrity. As you know, the name of my podcast is Fragmented to Whole Life Lessons from 12-Step Recovery. And that's because that describes my experience in recovery. I felt like I was a bunch of fragments kind of floating around in space with all these spaces between them. And because I had spaces between all my fragments, other people's shit could leak into my territory. And my experience of recovery is one of bringing those pieces together into one coherent whole. And something I've realized in the last few months is not only did those pieces come together and integrate into a whole, but there had been some extra pieces in there that weren't even mine. And those are gone now. And guess what? Whole things have boundaries around them. Floating fragments do not. Something I've found myself saying to people a number of times in recovery and have probably also said on this podcast is now that I am whole, I can't be shattered in the way that I could have so easily before recovery when I was fragmented. Because I felt like a bunch of fragmented pieces floating around, that meant that metaphorically anyway, just barely bumping up against me would shatter me and I'd fall apart pretty easily, at least in private at home behind closed doors, I would fall apart pretty easily. Now that I'm whole, I kind of think it's like I'm a statue where if somebody pushed on me, it might rock me a little bit, but it wouldn't shatter me the way that it would in the past because I am whole. Things happen to me 
They impact me. They may even hurt or damage me, but they don't destroy me the way they used to. They don't take away my wholeness. So I did understand that that word integration was a description of my experience, my fragments integrated into a whole, but I didn't make the connection that that integration led to my integrity as an honest person. I really didn't make those, the connection between those two words until a few days ago. Because I am whole, I am no longer fragmented and I have integrity. I'm using this metaphor of fragmentation, which is about the physical world, to describe my own emotional, psychic, and spiritual state rather than my physical state. Because of course, I wasn't literally in fragments. But that understanding of what physical integrity means helps me to understand what it means in the emotional, psychic, psychological, spiritual realm. And because I am whole, I now have that first definition of integrity, the quality of being honest and having strong moral principles, moral uprightness. I will say I did have strong moral principles before recovery. I didn't live up to them, but I had them and I especially had expectations of them for other people. For example, I really truly believed that I was an honest person before I came into recovery. I had no idea that I was actually a very dishonest person. The majority of my dishonesty had to do with being a people pleaser. I thought I was just nice. I didn't understand that I was a people pleaser and I didn't know that being a people pleaser is actually dishonest and manipulative. I will say that a huge, huge reward of my recovery is that I am now someone who has really good boundaries. I really did not have boundaries before recovery. And there's a ton that has gone into me being able to create boundaries, but by far the most important part, the core of me being able to have boundaries is that I care more what I think of me than what other people think of me. And I'm sure I've mentioned this before on this podcast. It doesn't mean I don't care at all what other people think of me. Of course I do, but I care much more what I think of me. And what's come to me recently is a deeper meaning of that, which is the relationship between boundaries and integrity. That is, I care more about my personal integrity as a woman of honesty than I do about the possibility that you might like me because I can't actually make you like me. I can try if I behave in a certain way, but it used to be that I would throw my own honesty, my own integrity out the window for the chance that I could get you to like me. And I actually believed I was an honest person. I was not. Because I would say things like, oh, absolutely, I'd be happy to do that. No, I wouldn't. And in fact, I might even talk about you behind your back for asking me to do something, which by the way, I agree to. And then I'd be mad or resentful at you because you made me do this thing. 
So now my integrity as a woman of honesty is a requirement for me to maintain my integrity as a whole person. That is that second definition, that state of being whole and undivided. One of the ways in which I'm really clear that caused me to become fragmented is I had all these different facades up. I would decide this must be what these people want me to be like. And then I try to be like that. And of course I couldn't do it because one, I didn't even consult anybody to see what they wanted. And two, it wasn't who I really was. I did the same thing multiple ways, multiple times in multiple places in my life. So I had a bunch of different facades up and I was really defensive because I didn't want people to see behind the facade and realize that was not who I really was. So having all these different facades made me become fragmented. I wasn't able to be my whole undivided self because I had divided me into these different facades. Now, this is different than having different roles in different arenas of your life. This is much deeper than that and has to do with identity. Recovery meant no more lying about who I am and what my preferences are and what's okay with me and what's not okay with me. It meant bringing the real whole me everywhere I go. For me, having integrity as a woman of honesty and a woman who lives up to her principles is an incredibly important part of my recovery. Remember, we're supposed to practice these principles in all our affairs. Really, that is what helps me maintain my wholeness. Honesty to me is so, so important because I know that if honesty goes out the window, my entire recovery is in jeopardy. If I can't be absolutely honest in a situation, then I say nothing or I remove myself from the situation. Now, that being said, I still have the impulse to lie. Not often, but regularly. And I think it's because it was a fucking habit. I just somehow assumed people don't want to know the truth or something. I'm really not sure. It was below the level of consciousness. It's not like I thought about it and said, let's see, what can I make up as a lie? It was just something that I did. It just was. So now I catch myself And it's a huge red flag for me to pay attention to what the hell is going on here when I have the impulse to lie. And it's usually because I'm afraid. I'm afraid I'm going to hurt someone's feelings or I'm afraid someone is not going to like me. And the reality is I may hurt someone's feelings from time to time. Not purposefully. It's not something I want to do. But if the option is hurt someone's feelings or lie, then I pick hurting their feelings. I do the best I can to be as gentle as possible, of course. If it comes to thinking that someone might not like me if I tell them the truth, then I can live with the fact that some people don't like me. Because guess what? There's going to be people that don't like me. There are people that don't like me. And as I mentioned in my podcast about fear of being judged, 
one of my realizations in recovery was I was afraid of being judged. But here's the deal. I'm going to be judged because that's what humans do. We are judging, discerning creatures. It's part of the nature of being human that we must make judgments about the world around us. So I'd rather be judged for the actual me than for some fake version of me. For me, living in integrity is an incredibly wonderful reward of recovery because it means I get to be whole, but it's also a responsibility of my recovery. I cannot maintain my recovery and I cannot pass on what I have to other people if I'm not living in integrity. So I choose integrity. That is, I choose to be whole and undivided. So go forth, my friends, and be whole. Have integrity. That's it for today. If you like what you've heard here, then you just might be interested in private coaching with me. If that sounds like you, head on over to my website, which is higherpowercoachingandconsulting.com and click on the contact menu. I'd be happy to schedule a consultation with you to help you make lasting changes in your life like I've made deep lasting changes in my life. My ideal client is someone who is ripe for change, but I'll coach anyone who wants to be happy, joyous, and free. So if that's you, shoot me an email. I'd love to hear from you. Thanks for listening. Be sure to like and subscribe so you can be sure to get future episodes of my podcast. Thanks again.